Welcome to Security with Spirits, an Oak Barrel Security Podcast. I'm Jason. This is Ben. Jonathan. And Tony. We'll tell you what to drink while we tell you why we drink. Hey, and welcome to the show. Tonight I am drinking a very, very simple, just rum and coke. I'm using Appleton Estate rum because it is delicious. I, I absolutely love it. So that's what I got in my glass. Ben, what do you got? Yeah, so I have got my next bottle in the classic malts. It's called Oban. It's a Western Highland. I've never tried it before. And when I drink it, it's kind of, it's interesting. It's a, it's sweeter than I expected it to be, but it's pretty tasty. Uh, Jonathan, what are you drinking? Tonight, I'm rocking an old-fashioned made-with-bullet bourbon. Uh, it's actually just one of their bullet bourbons. got a cocktail that's already pre-made. You just pour it over ice. I just grabbed it, something simple. Tony, I got to know what you got on the bar tonight. This episode's cocktail, the Oak Barrel Burnout. Bridged whiskey and rum cocktails. So this episode, I'm, I'm shifting fully into rum recipes for a little bit. Now, I'm less familiar with rum cocktails. So just like we've advised for your cybersecurity journey, I'm starting with the basics and keeping it simple to build a foundation. So here we've got the Oak Barrel Rum Old Fashioned. Rum, simple syrup, bitters. There's no hiding the liquor in this one, so break out the good stuff. Get the recipe, pictures, and even some cybersecurity stuff at oakbarrelsecurity.com. And don't forget, you can now leave us a voicemail at 234-201-0707. Give it a shot, and we'll give you a shout. Okay, well, I'm excited about this episode because we are talking about gadgets. Ooh, and, and I'm, I started out saying, you know, or started out with the thoughts of, of hardware kind of inspired by the everyday carry that you see, you know, on Reddit and everything that everybody's showing off their stuff. But we, we spend a lot of our life in the software world. So I'm not just limiting it, limiting it to hardware. It can be software as well. So some of the things that we're going to cover, uh, things that, things that you always carry, you always have on you versus the things that you always use. You know, you may have something with you, but it's not really put to use every day, but it's still it's still with you versus that thing that you every time you you go to a, you know, a pen test or you you do an engagement of any sort that it's it's happening, you're bringing that out. And then we're going to talk about some some of the the gimmicky things that maybe you own, maybe you don't. Um I know there's uh there's some there's some times that you have want to have that that toy back there that uh, it's just like, oh, look at look at what I can do. So that's where we're where we're going, I guess. Uh, since I kind of came up with this, I'll go first. Um, I wish I was a little bit more prepared, but uh, some of the things that I always carry around, of course, I always got my MacBook. I've always got uh, oh things that I that I always carry that I don't always use would be a um, uh, land tap. I, I always, always, always have a land tap on me. I've used it not that often. Not as often as I thought whenever I bought it. I was like, because uh, I've always made them. Always made, you know, you take like the the RJ45Ns and everything and you make a little like land tap and you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to use this a lot. And I, I used it enough back then that I was like, I need to buy something a little bit better. So I bought one of those Ninja Throwing Star land taps. 
I'm like, oh, this is going to get some mileage. No, I'm sadly mistaken. <laughs> it, it is not. So, But the thing I always use, I always, uh, I have to have, so I have little, I have a MacBook. It's the M1. I, I always have to have the, uh, the, the port replicator or the little, you know, like, shoot, I don't know, pocket docking station type thing. Just because access to a network card, USB ports, stuff like that, that's that's always with me. I pretty much always plug it up every time I get my, my MacBook out. Now the gimmicky thing that I have that I carry around that anytime I go to an engagement or anything, I'm like, oh, look what I can do is one of those little uh, RFID tag readers and relayers. Um, so it not only can read RFID tags and, you know, some of the other like pretty, like pretty much the, the wide range of RFID uh, spectrum that's out there. It can store it, store up to like 10 tags, I think, and then it can replay it onto, and I have a bunch of empty tags with me, cards or, you know, the little key fobs or whatever, and replay it onto them. It, but it, it, it is just, it, it, I've never actually used it for anything. I, the only time I've ever, ever used it is uh, the, and this was years and years ago, the the gym that my my wife and I were going to, we both had... Uh, we both had plans to the gym, but for some reason they would only give you one key fob. And if you needed another one, it was going to be an extra like five bucks a month or something like that. So I replicated it and yeah, they're going to come after me now, but, <laughs> but it's never actually been used. Like, yeah. Hey, so. Can you replicate one of those for me? <laughs> <laughs> If the I don't think the gym is in business anymore. That's why I told that story. So, <laughs> but no, those are those are some of the things that uh, that I use and everything that, that you know, kind of everyday life. Jonathan, what about you? One of the things that I do always have is a uh, I've got an app for doing like in map scans on the network that I always keep on my phone. It's something about, you know, you, you get to one of these public places with Wi-Fi, you just want to poke around on their network. There was, uh, I was, I was sitting at a park, but I was close enough to a building and I was able there, everybody in town knew their Wi-Fi password. And so I connected in and started snooping around on their network. And then through the phone, I was able to log on to their managed switches called everything was set to default so I'm messaging one of the guys I know that works there like, you you really need to change this I said I'm backing out of this it's just got a little too far I just got curious and next thing I know I'm here I'm sorry it got too real <laughs> yeah I said you need to be segmenting this off that's what separates you from being one of those malicious attackers out there you you get in and you get access and then you start fixing their network so <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you're really not optimized for the uh, the best throughput here um <laughs> yeah like we've been calling that like shadow security right mm -hmm. we'll just patch this and move on for you <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to print out your uh, super safe passphrase and then I'm going to change it for you. Uh... One of the things that I have that really doesn't get as much mileage as I thought it would is a rubber ducky USB. Uh, mm. It's one that I made myself and it just, it's like, oh, this is going to be cool. It's going to be great. And I don't ever really pull it out that much. 
I also typically have, like, if I've got my laptop with me, I got a lockpick set with me. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it's it's something fun to play with, but you never know. You might just need to get in somewhere pretty quickly. I was going to say, that's a good point. That's one thing that um, I actually, I don't usually carry with me, but there was one moment, one glorious moment where... And it wasn't IT related at all. It was actually, I was helping out. Um, I was helping out with uh, an event and they're like, oh no, we've, you know, the shed is locked up and we can't, we can't get it. And the person who has the keys, they're not answering the phone and it's gonna, we're gonna delay the, um, so I, I was helping out with, I don't know if I can say this, so I'm, I'm, I'm stumbling over words. But anyways, they, you know, they needed access into the shed and Luckily, I had my lock picks with me. They were in the car. I was, and I, I don't know why I had them with me. I, I, I can't remember, but I was like, I got gotcha. you. And it was amazing. And I was like, oh, yes, I carry these everywhere. No, I don't. <laughs> so, 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 since you're talking about like physical pen testing, I'll go ahead and say one of my favorite things is a clipboard. If you're going on, if you're going on site somewhere, a, a clipboard with papers and frantic scribbling yes. gets you through a lot of doors. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right they're like a portfolio, carrying a portfolio. Yep. Yeah. Box, like a heavy looking box. That's a that's another good one. And, and glasses and uh, you know khakis and a button down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're getting in anywhere. Yep. Yeah, I actually keep a tie in my backpack. <laughs> I I used to do that. I used to, yeah, um, just in case. Yeah, there's like times you might need a little dress up. And... Yeah. Now it kind of sucks whenever you put it over your polo, but you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> but you know, it's like you could. I've seen plenty of low-end technicians that come to swap a hard drive out of your device that dress like that yeah yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. mac from always sunny he always does the <laughs> bolo with a tie <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um jonathan i'm glad you brought up the apps on the phone uh, that is actually yeah. probably my primary full box is i keep things like you know, port scanners and land crawlers and SSH utilities and stuff like that on my phone. That's something that I've used pretty often. Anywhere I go where I can get on the guest network, I'm always on there and I see what devices are available and kind of see what I can do before I really uh, try to, you know, to connect to uh, like a laptop or anything like that. And speaking of, yeah, the laptop is probably the number one tool everyone has uh, with. You know, with a whatever operating system, but with a, some way on it to run, like a live environment of you know, Kali or your pen test toolbox of choice, software suite. Along with, uh, I also keep it on a USB drive that has boot bootable to Kali and and Tails. That's the other one. But Tails comes in handy quite a bit for me whenever I want to has some things that I don't necessarily <laughs> want to leave a lot of tracks behind with. But past that, I like I really like the hardware gimmicks like the little Wi-Fi hotspot USB things you can plug in. 
Oh and, yeah. Uh, that create their own little hotspot on the network and then can interface with the machine they're connected to. The Wi-Fi pineapples. Mm. Yeah, there's those, and there's 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 a variety of them, but yeah, like the pineapples, and I think there's one called a turtle or something like that. If you have a turtle, you can okay. plug it in and get a shell. I think is the, <laughs> the phrase oh. I read somewhere. <laughs> so is that all Hack Five stuff? Uh, I, I think Hack Five probably has the pineapple. I'm I'm not. I know they came up. They came up with the ducky, right? Yeah. Probably well, they have that. a land turtle. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. The one. land turtle is, uh, I think it's for sure theirs. I'm constantly on Hack Five, like just just window shopping. I always want. It seems like the day that I want to buy, the day that I've like, I'm I'm doing it, I'm doing it. I go and they're they're sold out. So they have a great YouTube channel. I mean, that's just oh yeah, good hardware porn right there. <laughs> they still do. It's still I no really really good stuff coming out of there. It's something I've been wanting to try to get my hands on. Uh, I think we talked about it a long time ago, Jason, as a bump key. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah Those aren't too hard to make either. Nah. Yeah, you just set everything to zero, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's like, if you're, if, if you're willing to put in the time, there's all sorts of, uh, there's all sorts of places online where you can get a template. You just put it over your key and then like draw the outline and then you just file it down. So and it works really well. And you got to whack the Cut that out of it too. Like it's not a, they, <laughs> it's not they call it a, yeah, no, no. They call it a bump key and you're like, Oh, well, I'm just going to bump the lock. <laughs> no, they, they should call it a whack key. Cause I mean, you really got to You got to go. But the way but it I works. Seen the muses with a mallet. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, the Raspberry Pis and the Pi Zeros. Now there's, yeah. it's so hard to get a hold of them, but those are really fun to put. Um, I I did one uh, one time where it was a Raspberry Raspberry Pi, and I put the like a a touch screen on top of it, so it had like a like seven inch touch screen or something like that, so you could do all your controls from there. But it was meant to be like a oh and then a battery pack below and it was meant to be something that you could sit and you could you know create like a a bogus ssid or you could like you know attach to a network and pull down all the packets and everything and then just come back later and reclaim again as i'm building or buying all of these tools i have like these these you know ideas that i'm just gonna hack the world hack the planet and then uh I actually make it. No, like really all I've done is I've wasted an afternoon. So (laughs) it's interesting to think like most of the gadgets and things tend to have to do with getting into, you know, uh, networks and things when you're out and about. I guess that's not really something that favors blue team type activities. Like where, like what do you carry every day that helps you with your blue team <laughs> no. items? You know what I mean. Scissors to cut network cables. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's uh, like a pocket knife. You know, yeah. I carry a yeah. pocket knife, so <laughs> I've used it to you know, put new RJ forty five ends on things. And... 
Well, now that you've said pocket knife, I forgot uh, they stopped making these, but Paladin made a multi-tool. So, uh, you know, just like the leather money, you'd fold out and you'd have uh, uh, pliers and knife and saw. And they made one that, well, it didn't do crimping, but it had wire cutters. But the, what really made it cool is it had a punch down in it, too. What? Like for uh, a 110 and 66, yeah. That's cool. So you you could, if you had to do a quick cable right there, you could. And uh, uh, I still, I think I keep that in my backpack as well. I just forgot all about that guy because <laughs> they don't make them anymore. And so I'm really protective of it. <laughs> I keep a, I have a Gerber tool, but it doesn't have anything like yeah. a punch down tool or anything on it. Yeah, I've always got like the small, like the uh, hobby screwdriver kit type thing with me too. Do you guys keep, so curiosity, do you keep like your most used scripts on a drive with you? Like uh, in my head. <laughs> uh, I usually keep them on a cloud drive. I've, yeah. I, I, it's tough to, I, um, carrying around USB drives. I, I really don't do it that much anymore now that everything's on the cloud and the, it's yeah, pretty I, reliable. I guess I'm, I'm still kind of old school in that. Is like I always think, well, what if I don't have internet? But then I'm like, well, I got my phone. I could use it in a hotspot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, there's just little things like like I never I never really consider that. But I would keep like popular, like, pop, mostly used scripts because you know trying to uh, I like to write them once and just use them over and over again. Yeah. That and um, commands. Anytime I have like run across a, a command, you know, inside a command in Linux, command in uh, Switch uh, OS or anything like that, I'm like, ooh, that's handy. I, I have to save that one. So I like a repository of those too. Yeah, as as been talked about and as is typical, the, the blue team doesn't have really the sexy tools and toys. Um, I, I would say my biggest tools are like notepad plus plus and excel <laughs> yeah. just being able to to write some scripts and manipulate data i've been keeping visual studio code is that what it is yeah the uh yeah oh yeah yeah along as well because of the like notepad plus plus has a lot of great plugins to it i like i even found like a hl7 plugin for it that was amazing and uh oh yeah, I like the integration that Visual Studio Code can provide if you if you've got that connected. There was a hopefully somebody can help me out with this, but there was a, a I I tried to open a log file. It was, it was a, a 500 meg log file in Notepad++. It's like Ooh. nope, too large. <laughs> um, and I found something else, and I'm I'm desperately trying to look was through the Sublime? internet to see. No. It was, it was an open source tool though yeah notepad plus plus i've gotten to open some gigantic files that notepad's just like <laughs> <laughs> it, is it like a log explicitly like a log viewer yeah yeah and it's got a funky name but it, so, it just works uh, chainsaw no but i i want to switch to that one now <laughs> well, you know, blue teamers now have access to Cali Purple, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. I could uh, 
and that has chainsaw on it, I believe. And like if I get in that situation where I throw a large file at Notepad and, or Notepad plus plus and it it panics, then I just rename the log file and just create the <laughs> the error again and open up the smaller log file. So either that or tail. If you're in Linux, that's there you, you know I use tail a lot. So you you, you can pull that up in PowerShell too. Nice. Oh yeah, log expert is a GUI for tail for Windows. Oh, awesome. Ben has all of these installed right now in a VM. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like every once in a while I will I'll be like, oh crap, I, I haven't done anything with this VM in forever and, and mostly, usually it'll be like a Windows server or something, I'll, like, I'll just archive it and start a new one and then I'll go back to the archive and look and it's like oh wow, I forgot about this tool. <laughs> <laughs> like a That's little hard. herd of cybersecurity Tamagotchis. Oh, I forgot to water this one. (laughs) Glog, that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Clog is a GUI for Glog. Okay. Not Grog. Glog, it's Glog. It's better than that. It's good. (laughs) Not Grog. I know it's a rum episode, but we're not talking about Grog. (laughs) All right, so we've talked about things we always carry versus the things we always use versus the gimmicky type things. Now let's see, uh, what are the things that you've always wanted? This could be real, or this could be made up. I know for me, like I said, the Hack 5 stuff, every time I go out there, I'm like, ah, I want it, I want it, I don't know what i do with it, and here I am. I think I've, I I may have bought like one Hack 5 tool, and I can't even, I, I can't remember. Um, no but here I am. <laughs> yeah. Here I am, this many years later, I'm like, eh. <laughs> Still, they're cool tools. They're they're very neat, but yeah. Uh, Tony, what about you? Oh, man. Uh, you know, I'm from the William Gibson era, so I want the full, like, cyberpunk cyberdeck. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, keyboard on my arm, jacking into the internet. It's all <laughs> fully immersive. I'm 3D represented, blocking columns of data with my arms and moves <laughs> Just, I want that whole experience that we were promised and we, we didn't get. We got <laughs> we got Chat GPT throwing out Wikipedia articles at us. <laughs> yeah, I I I kind of I'll tap into that. I like I've always liked the idea of having your kind of personal area network. Oh, yeah. That you and so when you interact with other sites and things, or like you go into places, you kind of like VPN into them instead of like connecting your device directly to their network kind of thing uh, uh, that's kind of my my dream boat is to have like my own network that i know what everything is on and then if i want access into it i can you know, create a secure tunnel into it and control that access and such i'd say what's what i would like to have it's real i know i'm i'm, not, I'm the downer now uh, i'd like to have one of the omg cables Oh yeah. You have the web server in between somebody's phone and the like the data port or uh, the charging port. Yeah. I think that'd be fun to play with. Jason, you never did say what you wanted. Well, it was kind of like the hack five tools. Like those are some of the uh, things I always wanted. I I guess if we're going the I, I, it's not, well, it's not really imaginary, but I all the talk <laughs> about this reminded me that um, whenever I was 
I was younger. I was just getting into the computer um, computer field, and kind of kind of one of my early mentors. I, I remember Russ like stopping, and he's like, you know, he's stopping and look at me, and he'd be like, you know, one day we're gonna be able to download hardware off the internet, and now with three D printers, you can get yeah. pretty close. So, yeah. if, uh, speaking of William Gibson, if you wanna the show peripher- the peripheral on. Mm-hmm prime mm-hmm. like that's kind of the thing is like no one ships anything anymore they send you data and you fabricate it like the main character works at a shop that's full of these fabrication places and they get specs and they print it and then that's where you get the device that's cool yeah it was like kind of kind of interesting and neat like the 3d printers we have now aren't quite there as far no. as like what they were making in the show but it's it's still a really neat idea. And a good show. Highly recommended. Yeah. Nice. I bought a 3D printer once and I thought, oh, this is gonna be great. I'm gonna print all these things and really all I all I got was frustration. So I know they've come a long way and they're a lot lot easier to use now, but so, man. Yeah, like one of the things this is kind of silly, but there's a nerf rival I forgot flywheel flywheel. Uh, I, uh, oh. powered. Uh, so it shoots you know, spins a flywheel and just spits the darts out as quickly as it can well there's a three uh, 3d printed hopper you can attachment you can get it that like triples the capacity <laughs> and it is awesome <laughs> nice that that's my main exposure because like nerf nerf stuff is to the fabrication thing and like they're getting to where they're doing injection molded uh, nerf guns and things like that and they're really good <laughs> really neat stuff all right well that's the that's the show for today we thank you all for joining us the you've listened to all of our all of our gadget wants and needs and everything else and and you should comment you should uh, give us some feedback. What are some of the things that you like and you enjoy? So, yeah, you leave us a voicemail. Tony, what's the number? It's a voicemail at 234-201-0707. Do that on the gadget known as a telephone, a cell phone. Use the cell phone app and dial the numbers 234-201-0707. Oh my God, we are just using the cell phone app on our computer, on our pocket computers, aren't we? All right. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Please join us next time where we'll be talking about something fun. I'm sure we will. We'll come up with something great. Uh, Until then, this is Jason. This is Ben. Jonathan. And Tony. Bye. Bye. All I remember is trying to get the... um, Get the grog from the cafeteria or the uh, the restaurant to the prison. <laughs> that was my. I remember I was I was stuck there whenever I was a kid and I was so frustrated. I'm like, I went outside and I asked my mom and dad. I was like, please, I have to call the support hotline. Please, please. And they're like, no, please, I'll do anything. They're like, all right, well, we're doing you know yard work today, so mow the lawn. I was like, all right, fine, I'll mow the lawn. So I mowed the lawn so I could pay my, you know, 99 cents an hour call to LucasArts so I could get my my hint. And the menu was um, 
Thank you for calling LucasArts. If you're, you know, if you're, if you're playing you're Loom, press this, one. Spot. <laughs> yeah. Alta. <laughs> so then you get, and you have to play, like, play by play. They're like, have you already, um, you know, fed the fish to the poodles? Like, yes. You know. But it walks through the whole thing, and then whenever you get there, whenever I'm ready for the hint, this is my spot. I've been on the phone for like five minutes now. This cost me five dollars. All right, I'm ready for my answer. It's like, why don't you go outside and and play a little bit and get some sunshine and enjoy the world and come back to it. It'll come to you. Thank you for calling Lucas Arts. Click. <laughs> you got I've to be kidding the me. Yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was furious, and I went outside. And I'm like. Well, might as well just play outside today because computer's ruined. And then, sure enough, as I was playing, I was like, oh, I'm going to try this. And that worked. So. Oh, they were right. They yep. were. They were. 